This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A jury of seven people ruled last week in federal court in Missoula that the Center for Asbestos-Related Disease in Libby submitted 337 false asbestos claims made by patients who were eligible for Medicare and other benefits. The jury also determined that the U.S. government sustained about a million dollars in damages due to the fraud. CARD Executive Director Tracy McNew and Board President Leroy Tom say they are both disappointed by the verdict, quote, because of evidentiary rulings by the judge, CARD was unable to present its full arguments to the jury. Former Senator Max Baucus was prevented from testifying on CARD's behalf regarding a specific Affordable Care Act provision. Quote, I think the judge not allowing Max Baucus to testify is a problem. CARD was following the rule, and it frustrates me. Hear all the evidence, Tom said. He continued, CARD hasn't done anything wrong. They've built a good reputation, and this kind of puts a black eye on it. But the patients probably don't believe it. Tom also said there was no reason for the clinic to do anything illegal. Quote, there's no benefit to CARD to try and do something illegal, to jeopardize their grants. We had a conference call with the lawyer, and to me it was pretty cut and dried. We were happy with how staff had been following the Affordable Care Act. Tom said the clinic has never had anything but the best interests of its patients at heart. Quote, CARD is the railroad's scapegoat. As for the future of the clinic, McNew and Tom both said they will move forward. Quote, CARD stands by its mission to serve the Libby community and others impacted by asbestos exposure. Quote, we plan to file an appeal and keep our doors open. A jury has found Flathead County mostly negligent in the death of a Kalispell man who was killed after a deadly mishap involving a county-owned semi-truck near Creston in late 2021. The 12-person panel determined that the county was 60% responsible for the death of Brandon Roberts following a multi-day trial in Flathead County District Court last week. As a result, the jury awarded Robert's widow, Allison Swim, $877,600 and another $125,000 for emotional distress. The jury returned the verdict after four hours of deliberation. Judge Robert Allison presided. Swim filed the lawsuit last year claiming in the civil complaint that a county employee drove over her 45-year-old husband twice with a truck and trailer on November 15, 2021. Officials pronounced Robert dead at the scene. The complaint said that the 45-year-old survived for an appreciable period of time and died an excruciatingly painful death. Attorneys for the county said that Roberts was responsible for his own death, claimed the county was immune from punitive damages because of state law, and argued that any loss was a result of others, not the county. 
The water level in Flathead Lake continues to drop, according to the latest reports from the U.S. Geological Survey. The lake dropped another three and a half inches since Friday. It's now 16 inches below full pool. Water flowing into the Flathead River continues to drop as well. Montana will receive nearly $629 million to expand broadband access as part of the Federal Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, and the latest action plan will be presented July 12th to the State Communications Advisory Commission. In a news release, Governor Greg Gianforti said the money will expand access to unserved and underserved Montana communities. Citing data from the Federal Communications Commission, the governor's office noted that one in three Montanans don't have access to broadband, three times the national average. It said that five people in rural communities lack access. The money for Montana is part of the Biden administration's $42.5 billion initiative to connect all Americans to high-speed broadband by the end of the decade. President Joe Biden likened the package to FDR's New Deal and said the investment today is just as critical. The GN40 administration is receiving criticism for its handling of the money, including awarding Charter Communications, quote, an out-of-state corporate giant telecom, according to Montana Democrats, $109 million dollars shorting Montana telecom companies, and according to a Montana Free Press analysis, distributing most of the money to the state's eight most populous counties. More than 100 new laws passed by the Montana State Legislature took effect July 1st. Here are just a few. House Bill 60 will implement an annual registration fee for electric vehicles, $130 for a Class 1 vehicle weighing less than 6,000 pounds to $1,100 for a Class 4 vehicle weighing more than 26,000 pounds. A legislative note estimates the rate of new electric vehicle and plug-in hybrids is expected to increase by 30% a year. House Bill 174 will implement a new daily rate to be paid to county jails by the Montana Department of Cooperation. <laughs> yeah, right. Dollars, which had been in place since 2015. House Bill 174 will implement a new daily rate to be paid to county jails by the Montana Department of Corrections. The new rate is $82 up from the $69 that was put in place by the 2015 legislature. House Bill 200 revises the Montana Safe Haven Newborn Protection Act to clarify a newborn may be surrendered via a newborn safety device or by placing an emergency call and that parents will be informed of the right to remain anonymous. House Bill 450 allows students to use reasonable and necessary physical force in response to a physical attack from another student. House Bill 521 requires the use of a conservation license for anyone using state lands. House Bill 544 will change pre-authorization for abortions 
covered by Medicaid and change what counts as a medically necessary abortion. The law would have taken effect July 1st, but has been temporarily blocked by a court ruling. House Bill 652 reduces the number of weeks someone claiming unemployment insurance benefits from 28 to 26. House Bill 655 requires Medicaid to cover home births that are attended by midwives. House Bill 745 allows the use of religious books during free reading time and for self-selected reading requirements and expands and clarifies the authorization for prayer in schools. Senate Bill 498 requires address verification when an absentee ballot is returned as undeliverable and requires that the voter be moved to the inactive list if their address cannot be verified. Senate Bill 518 allows parents to withdraw their children from certain types of instruction, including those for religious purposes. Senate Bill 522 takes 0.1% of the lodging facilities use tax and directs it to the Department of Justice to implement a grant program to provide lodging for those experiencing domestic violence or human trafficking. The amount of money each year would be roughly $80,000. And finally, House Bill 880 makes the huckleberry the official state fruit of Montana. Montana Shakespeare in the Parks has begun its 51st season with a performance of Measure for Measure in Utica. MSIP has now grown to 62 communities over five states and will be on the road until mid-September. MISP always does two plays, usually but not exclusively written, by Shakespeare. This year's Measure for Measure is paired with an adaptation of Alexandre Dumas' The Three Musketeers. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Trade Radio Network.